Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. And welcome back to another amazing episode of the Bro CR Supercast. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. And guess what, everybody? I'm back at work. <laughs> Fantastic. It's been a long time. Oh, my God. It's been a long five and a half weeks. Yeah. No, I'm super excited for you to be back. It's awesome. Thank you, Leah. Um, but we've got a very, very fun episode of the Supercast coming to you we all today. We do. We talked with um, Chad Rife of Highlander Assault. We've been talking about this race now for several weeks. Um, so we decided to get him on, on the cast so he can tell you directly kind of what the deal is. Here's the thing. Local races... It's they're awesome. They're, We've talked about it. Well, it's... five years ago, they were dime a dozen. Yep. That's not the case anymore. No. And everybody that's around now means it. And they're about the community. They're about bringing more people in. They're, bring, they're all about bringing local businesses in, local breweries in. And that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I love no. that shit. It's <laughs> awesome. You guys check out what Chad had to say. Um, and away we go. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. What? We've got to talk about somebody else real quick. Who's that? Venga CBD. Oh, of course. Hey, I <laughs> used Venga CBD on the trails this morning. I did you? went, yes, I did. I went out and did the um, Appalachian Approach Trail. Okay. So for those of you guys who are not familiar with that, um, down here in Georgia is the official start slash end, whichever way you look at it, of the Appalachian Trail. And um, it was moved some time ago. I don't know what the story is, but it starts on Springer Mountain now. But to get to Springer Mountain, it's about an eight and a half mile um, trail from Emicalola okay. Falls up to the approach of the trail, which is um, Springer Hill. Or Springer Mountain, okay. I'm sorry. Um, and it's a bitch of a trail. Let me just tell you, all it right, kicked me right. butt. Um, but I got to use How's the your butt first now? aid. Um, my butt, let me just tell you. <laughs> before we talk about Vanga CBD, <laughs> let me talk about one of our other sponsors, um, Brave Soldier. Brave Soldier. <laughs> here's, here's the fun thing about Brave Soldier. It works really well when you put it on. So the places on my body that had Brave Soldier are happy and smiling. <laughs> and the places that did not get Brave Soldier, namely I'm my sad. lower back. Yeah. So FYI, endurance people, if you're hiking or running with a pack on your back, you might want to put some Brave Soldier on your lower back to prevent the rubbing of the pack. Just You know, here's the thing. To, to, to give a heads up to our guys uh, in the endurance community, 
Um, we were talking to the guys from Vanga actually, and they were like, oh my God, I tried this stuff called Brave Soldier. Mm-hmm. They had no idea we were sponsored by Brave Soldier. And yeah, Brave they Soldier. Love the antiseptic. Yep. The antiseptic and the um, anti the, the friction zone, the anti chafing are my two favorite Amazing. products. Um, I'm a close yeah. third with like the clean shave stuff in the shower. Oh, so yes, the shower shave. <laughs> that's yes. a fantastic product. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Bro, uh, Bro CR will save you some money at Brave Soldier. And so. it will also save you some money over there at Vanga CBD. At so, Vanga guys, CBD. check it yep. out. Um, and, and here we go into a very special episode with Highlander Assault, guys. Um, three weeks from now, check it out. We're going to be there. We're going to have a hell of a time. Come hang out with us, please. Please. Please, it's going to be fun. Check it out. Here we go. Live from a dingy basement in Columbus, Indiana, I'm Jacob Bosecker. We're here with Highlander Assault, Chad Rife, and Leah. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, Jacob. Happy Chad, Labor Day, today? boys, and happy Tuesday morning to everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> Did you all so, do anything fun for Labor Day? Chad? Uh, well, I, I went up to Wisconsin with the kids to get the uh, last uh, swimming pool day. And up there, they have like three or four days of warm weather that you can actually swim. So we <laughs> thought we'd take advantage of it today. Good deal. Good deal. I um, I didn't do a lot. I just kind of sat here around the house. Um, errands, usual stuff. Um, and nothing fancy. We grilled out last night, did brats on the grill. Had some really fancy sauerkraut. I know that sounds weird, but I bought I some really. Sauerkraut. <laughs> I got some really good stuff from Kroger, and like they have the normal sauerkraut that's like in a bag, and then they uh-huh. had like some really good stuff like in the like in the refrigerator section, and like a nice and it, it was worth the money. It was amazing. It was so really good. Crowd. Here is my favorite sauerkraut. Fun fact okay. is at Whole Foods, and okay. it's in the refrigerator section. Um, and it's where they have all their like probiotic stuff, I think. Yeah, that's kind of anyway, where this was at. It's yeah, it's dill pickle fermented <laughs> sauerkraut. I know, shocker to the world, it's dill pickle, but it is so freaking good. It's like eight dollars for like you know. A shot oh, that's where this was size. at. Yeah, it's like the tiniest little jar ever, but it's delicious. So. Any of my Chad. pickle lovers out there, y'all should go to Whole Foods and get it. I, I knew exactly where you were going with that. I was waiting for the pickles. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Sauerkraut is just German kimchi. That's all it Pretty is. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fermented cabbage without the spice. So it's delicious. So anyway, we are here on the Supercast today talking to, um, to, to the main man behind. Whoa. I cannot believe we're only three weeks away. Uh, Leah, I get to see totally you in three weeks. You cut out on me. Did I cut out or did you cut out? No, that was Jacob. Yeah, uh, sorry. say that again, Jacob. We lost you. I, I get to see Leah here in three weeks. I get to see Chad here in three weeks. I get to rejoin the OCR community here in three weeks. Yep, um, I've missed are, you guys all. Yep, we are talking about Highlander Assault. Um, so, Chad is the race director. Let's first off, Chad. Who are you, and how'd you get into race directoring? Oh my goodness! Uh, well, I've started. Uh, I've always been in sports my whole life. Um, okay. I uh, started OCR just by a friend asking me back in 2014. Uh, ran some, some races. Uh, got together with the crew uh, one day at Rugged Maniac. Uh, we were up in Wisconsin and said, "Hey, this would be cool to do 
in the winter time. So um, working with uh, Bill Wolf, uh, myself and Bill, we came up with the Abominable Snow Race. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we kind of evolved from there. Bill kind of took the Abominable Snow Race route, took that up to Wisconsin. And then uh, I split off to keep one down here in Illinois. And we started Highlander Assault. Um, my my co-owners uh, involved are all law enforcement and military guys um, who enjoy OCR as well. Um, and that, that kind of gets into us giving back. We have a charity that uh, we're involved in, too. We can talk about that if you want in a little bit. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, that's kind of where we started. You know, so, Chad, it's... Okay, go ahead, Leah. No, guy, I was going to say, it's, it's an interesting dynamic up in the Midwest. There's not a whole lot of races, and ju- like mm. as far as like the big-name races. They typically stay away from the Midwest area, but they're in that little niche of the Chicago, wisconsin area. It's kind of like a little gold mine for these local races. There's the Abominable that you had mentioned. There's Frontline that we had talked to before. Right. Uh-huh. And they'll be out, they'll both be out at our race, yep. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's a really big growing market that I think that many people may overlook. I think the, the beauty of what we're starting to see here in the Midwest, and Leon, you and I have both talked about this. Oh, like in 2015, where we met people and we were like, oh, I'm a race director for X race. Mm-hmm. In 2015, everybody was a race director for some race. But now it's 2019. All those people are gone. And the people here for the community. And I, I say that really specifically for because we just talked about Frontline. We talked about, you know, um, we think about Indian Mud Run. There is mm-hmm. such a community behind these races now for the locals right. that it's. You do you do a few races a year, one, maybe two max. You blow it out of the water, and you make a really special event. And that's what I'm really excited about for Highlander this year. Oh, it's so Highlander is unique in the sense that, you know, you guys have totally embraced this kilted Scottish <laughs> Highlander game, games, baby. Highlander games yes. theme. Where yes. did that come from? Especially as you mentioned, your partners are in law enforcement. Why? How right. Did, how did this happen? <laughs> okay, so the, our actual, I'm the director of operations. I kind of oversee everything. Our actual race director okay. who lays out the course, his name's Mike Boyce. Uh, okay. He's been running with me almost since the beginning. And he's he's kind of like uh, Leah and has had the kilts forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we decided to start another race and have it in Illinois, we were kind of trying to think of, you know, what would be cool, unique, something very different um, to kind of create our own niche. And uh we were just thinking about it, and I'm like, hey, you know, Mike, you wear the kilts. What if we did something along along those lines? Um, I'm I'm Scottish. My my mom's side is Campbell. That's all Scottish. What if we do some kind of, like, Highland Games thing, and we can have, you know, people out in kilts and stuff? And, you know, we started joking around with the Highlander, the uh, TV series, and they're like, oh, Highland, Highland, Highlander Assault. Let's do it. It sounded it's great. Got a great name. Yeah, uh-huh. we we just kind of went from there and just kept building and building on it and uh, kind of did a little research on Highland Games kind of themed things. And we, we kind of wanted to give it kind of a battle atmosphere like some of the races do um, mm-hmm. and, and just kind of give something for everybody that's different. You know, and it's it's one of those things that's really we live in a time right now where we've I feel like we're really culturally um, just aware as, as a culture, but there's a difference between like, like putting a culture out there and paying homage to a culture, like doing it proper justice and celebrating that culture. And that's something I'm really excited to do 
with Highlander, so I am not Scottish. <laughs> I am not <laughs> Scottish at all. You, get, you will be honorary Scottish on September 21st, my and friend. That's I what can't. matters. That's what matters, is so like now celebrating when was, that. When was the first... The, the first Highlander assault, Chad. So the, so the first Highlander started in 2017. Uh, it took okay. us a good, it took, we, we used about a year, year and a half to really build up um, support for it, financing, that kind of thing to get it rolling. Um, so we really started a year after Abominable, but it took us that year to actually get this one really to rolling. To get your feet so about we, you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, once we got that first race under our belt and then the second race got a little, you know, a little bit easier and um, now we're in year three for this one. And, you know, I'm just so excited to be there to be part of this thing. Um, You guys are bringing on uh, how many people do you have currently signed up for this race? Um, Right now we have about we're getting close to 500. We usually get about six, six fifty. That last two or three weeks really, really kind of takes off. So, you know, that's the yeah. hard part is guessing how many you're going to have right. <laughs> there at the end. Now, for it's, the listeners who've not done Highlander or those who have, break it down for us as, you know, you guys aren't just offering one race. Talk about right. what 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 does race day involve? Four in one, baby. We got four races all in one day. Um, that's what we love is to give people some variety, make it fun out there. Um for the novice or someone that likes the shorter distance, they like to really cut loose and go fast. We have a four-mile race that has uh, 22 obstacles in it. Um, and that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. It's, obstacles for a short distance. I like it. You know, I, I, get, a, I get a lot of people that are like, oh, it's more than a, more than a 5K. Well, we, not no, much. For us, yeah, for us, four miles is short. So right. uh, we have a four-mile. Then we can do an eight-mile, which will be 27 obstacles. Um, now, are those the same distance. obstacles as, as, is that the four mile plus four more? Right. So here's how it works. Um, everybody starts together. So if you have a team and you're all running different, um, distances per se, you have, you know, maybe have a couple running the four, some are running the eight, some are in the 12. Everybody will start the same two miles, the first two miles together. Okay. And then we kind of have a, a cut through, um, where it splits off at the second water station. So you'll see signs that say, go this way for the eight mile, the 12 mile, the 24 mile, or go this way for the four mile or second lap for the 12 mile. So you're joining back together. So when you split off, you're going to do four miles out in the split off and then connect back where that two mile spot was. So you'll be at six miles. Then you'll finish the last two miles um, on the four mile course. You know, I think this is something that, and that's very similar to the way, um, Abominable does their race because they've got a 5K and they've got a 10K. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you just you just peel off at a different time. So, right. so that's two races. There's the four right. mile and yep. the eight mile. Yes. Uh, four mile and eight mile, those are our uh, shorter distances. Uh, with those, you'll get a medal at the end. Um, mm-hmm. We do have an elite heat for the, uh, the next category, which is our 12 mile. And that category, you'll do a, uh, an eight mile loop. And then when you get back to the festival area, what I really like is we have a cut through that brings you back to the start line because you have to do a four mile lap after your eight mile. But okay, in so that just cut through, lap. yep. But in the cut okay. through, we have three unique obstacles just for those people that are doing the longer distances. Okay, right okay. Every, everyone in the village gets to watch them right by the start line and cheer oh. those guys on. It's awesome. Oh, care to okay, give it so a little like, 
teaser of so what, what those are those might three be? obstacles in that in that festival area? Okay, so we're still we're still uh, kind of flipping back and forth on on one of them. So we'll leave we'll leave the first one out. I'm trying I'm trying to keep all right. that. A little all right, we'll, okay. we'll leave that uh, for race day. We, we're going to have uh, Strong as Oaks bringing out a wall. We're deciding on the height of that. It can be uh, eight feet. It can be seven feet. You know, we'll, we'll decide on okay. on what those elites and 12-milers want to do. Um, and then we have our signature obstacle, which is called uh, the Black Watch, named okay. after the Scottish Black Watch Elite Army. Um, what that is is it's a basically think of a giant PVC pipe that's suspended from um, a cross beam that's about, yeah. I believe the cross beam's 14 feet up. And Holy the pipe, smokes. The pipe has uh, ropes that stick out. It goes up the pipe every one and a half feet. There's ropes sticking out of the sides on each side, mm-hmm. and they kind of slide in and out. So you can use them as grips, but they do move. And then you're swinging okay, that, at, the pole at the same time. Yeah, so it, it's really tricky. But once you get it down um, okay. after your first or second lap, you you, you kind of can get your way up there. It's it's like when you do the rope climbs at uh, your Spartan race or the other races. You, oh, absolutely. You get, once you get those footholds down and you figure it out, it gets a lot easier. But it's it's so, a fun one. It takes so a little technique, people, though. So for people who are doing the twelve mile elite race. Mm-hmm. So they would be repeating the obstacles on the four mile loop. Is that right? Yes. How does that work? Okay. Yep. So they'll be That's doing exactly those correct. And yes. then after so that, you have the okay. 24 milers. Yes. That's our, uh, that's our big bad King Arthur's challenge. Um, I, this is my I love this race. Uh, it's This one is three eight mile laps with two times going through the cut through. We do have a station where they can drop uh, their bags and keep any hydration stuff that they want right by the start line. And they'll have like their own toilet and stuff there. So they can kind of take a break if they want or if they want to keep going because that's a long distance. Um, oh, it is a long distance. Right. And so a drop zone, if you will. Yes. And you, you know, you look at things like this. You're Okay, so you go through this thing three times. How many obstacles are on that eight-mile loop if you go through with that cut through? Okay, with the cut through, if you're doing the 24 miles, mm-hmm. yep, you're looking at about 102 obstacles, my friend. And see, now, that's that's a long day at the office. Completion. What's, we do. What's the deal with uh, that? So here, here's how it works. Uh, you start off with a band, and then when you go through the laps, um, right when you're cut, before you get to the cut through, you'll be handed a, a second band for the first lap. Mm-hmm. Then you'll be handed another band and, and so on. Um, you have to finish with all your bands to show that you completed all your laps and that you had your original band. If you fail an obstacle, you lose the band. You do not have the opportunity to sit on the king's throne. So, so, Alex, uh, <laughs> so here's how it works. If you finish the distance, we'll, we'll still let you keep your medal. However, you will not place. So basically, essentially disqualified from finishing. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, so the winner in this, instead of having a podium, we thought what would be fitting is, is we made our own throne room for the king and queen. <laughs> so that is this, freaking awesome. <laughs> we got these thrones in there. This uh, obstacle, of course, it's sponsored by Heart Fitness, which is a great workout facility here in the Illinois area. Absolutely. Um, so they're sponsoring the obstacle. It's all Heart Fitness stuff all over. It's great. It fits perfect. We kind of did the king of hearts thing, so it's got like red backgrounds and all that stuff. That's uh, a riot. 
But you got two, you got a throne for the king and queen, and there's torches that are lit up on the throne room. The castle. <laughs> so they get that, and then we have uh, they get they actually get crowned. They get instead of a a special plaque, they get a crown that they take home. Super great. Um, and then uh, yeah, so the, it's very coveted. Trust me, everybody's loving this thing. And actually, <laughs> to be honest with you, we actually just sold out of the King Arthur's challenge. I never thought it would happen. I was getting ready to ask about that because I yes. saw you, you guys mentioned you were like two spots away from filling right. up for that. So what right. does that mean? How many people are, are going to be fighting? So we capped it at 60 and we hit 60. And I and still that, got is that that's 30 and 30 awesome. or what's the male female breakdown? You know what? That's a good question. I didn't even think about checking on that. Let me oh see. my gosh. But Dig the fact that, that you guys have got you're, you're growing an endurance community and yeah. I'm not going to lie. So I've been doing endurance this year until I got really sick with meningitis. Um, right. Um, I've been doing endurance. And to get 60 people in a local endurance race yeah. like this, that's you're starting to make a calling with this. And that's exciting. Uh, let me be honest with you. You know, the last two years we've sold out of our elite race uh, both years. And mm-hmm. that was really quickly. And a lot of my elite racers have switched over to the King Arthur's challenge. That's awesome. Yeah. And I actually, I have not sold out of the elites now because they're all in the, uh, right. the King's they're challenge. They're all the endurance. They want to throw yeah, down. Exactly. Well, let's talk about the elites and what do they get for, for podium? Okay. So here's how it breaks down. So everybody in the open and, you know, elites, King Arthur's, everybody will get the Highlander assault medal. Um, yep. And then when you get to that 12-miler, we call that our Black Watch Elite uh, Distance. That's the 12-mile. They get an extra bonus medal, so you'll get two if you do 12 miles. You hit that 24-mile. Uh, um, you hit that 25-mile. Oh, sorry, I can't even talk now. I'm looking this thing up. 24-mile <laughs> distance, mm-hmm. and you get an, a bonus belt buckle. It's a King Arthur Challenge belt buckle. You we get like two buckles. medals with that. Yep. So it's it's a good good goodness thing. sake. So two medals, a belt buckle, and if you win it, you get a crown. And you get a crown, and everybody gets a T-shirt at the end. Um, we also for the uh, second and third place, they'll get a plaque, and then okay. the winners will also get a um, King Arthur's Challenge Tech T-shirt to work out in as well. Awesome. You so know, now the only mention... elite wave you have is the twelve mile, correct? Yes, twelve mile, and then well. We kind of consider the King Arthur's as another elite wave. Well, yeah. Those guys are oh, badass. Absolutely, at that point. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, but absolutely. Absolutely. The 12 miles are yeah. only elite. You know, and you talked about the heart fitness guys here. And, you know, I, I, I want to go back and talk about something here. You're not a big numbers race. Um, I, I love this. I'm, I'm so excited to come out here and hang with this. But we see things in Spartan Race and other things like that. And you talked about the heart fitness guys. You talked about the strong as oak guys. I, mm-hmm. I want to see more guys from the um, the muckers and some mm-hmm. of the guys from the Indian Mud Run come over here for this. And I want to help build you guys up because mm-hmm. here's the thing. We look at races like this, and I think of races like Indian Mud Run. I think of races like um, Rest in Peace, Mud, Guts, and Glory. Right. This is This is all about the community. Right, And you have a phenomenal community behind you guys and embracing each other. I saw you guys do a, a giveaway for um, – it was guys wearing kilts and you, like, you gave away free race entries. You are all about this community and you love it and you double down on that community. And it's 
that is what the sport needs more than anything is that family and that camaraderie. It's so great. It's just so exciting. And every time that you guys talk to us, you're so excited to bring us on and do things with us. And, you know, to, to hear a race talk about how excited they are to have us there and have, and just do stuff, man, that's, that's just exciting. I'm I'm so pumped to be there here in three weeks. (laughs) I am too. No, it's going to be an awesome time. I'm really excited. Before we get to the to the actual, like, the festival stuff, because that's a whole nother. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Before we get there, let's just, the race itself, um, what are some of the highlight obstacles that you're excited about? Is there anything that you're going to share? Is, there, is it all hush-hush right now? No, what it's not all hush-hush. Um, okay, so... If you're not familiar with our race and everybody else that's already done it will know this one. Uh, we love our – we call it the caber carry. If you've watched Highland Games, that's it's so iconic. that you toss. Um, and then we combine that with your standard obstacle race log carry. You know, everybody's carrying those things on their shoulder or in their hands. So what we do is our log carry, the, the guys have to carry an eight-foot long. Um, oh I would say God, that the epic. diameter is probably – eight to 10 inches wide uh, log. They have to carry it vertically with their it's hands. Like underneath. a telephone so gonna... pole. Like exactly. Huge. And then it's the, so the, uh... epic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the females uh, will have a similar one, just a, a little bit smaller, but still very challenging. Um, I'm pretty stoked for those pictures. I'm not going to oh, lie. I'm, I'm so st- <laughs> well, like, yes. a, an old friend of mine, Danielle, Danielle Ray Hoffman. She's got photos of her like carrying the cabers. And it was like, I was like, oh, my God, that's so freaking cool. <laughs> the, the pictures but, do look cool. We have a really great photography team with John Kelly. Um, oh, he's the best. Yeah, Love he's pretty, John Kelly. So we've actually added an extra photographer this year. So we should have like five or six guys out there and girls that's doing so fun. photography. So it should be pretty darn cool. Yeah, and I it's, am it's super excited for John the Kelly. The longest like log carry as far as like cool looks like that was mm-hmm. in Breckenridge like three years ago. And I am so pumped to see something like that again. It's just, it's it's weird, but you're like, check out this <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we all, we've all seen the pictures on the monkey bars and the pictures in the right. tip walls. So, How many know, bucket carries the, photos have you seen? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that that some, one's the easy one. Right, exactly. Unique pictures, but not only pictures, just unique obstacles. What else do you guys have that's unique to y'all? Okay, so well, every, you, you see a lot of slides and stuff um, nowadays. Uh-huh. We have we we had a slide last year, and we're we're changing it up this year. Our slide we call it Loch Ness for mm-hmm. uh, Nelly the Loch Ness monster. The reason is yep. is because it's not just a slide. We're having to slide into a lake, and then you have to swim to the beach. So. We have a swim element um, in in our race, which is, I want to say you're looking at about a 75-yard swim, right. um, which isn't and too terrible unless you're doing a 24-mile. Or is it walkable? <laughs> What's that? Is it a true swim where it's deep, or is it walkable across? Uh, if you're 14 feet tall, you probably could walk it. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it, it, it's... I would say the first 50 yards are um, swimming, and then you okay. you might be able to hop the last uh, maybe 20, and then you could walk from there. Uh, but for those that cannot swim, we do provide uh, life jackets if you wish. That's great. 
We also have a um, rescue dive crew that will be on site in the water the whole time. Um, and then we also have a safety rope along the side. Just if you know you cramp up or you're starting to struggle a little bit, you can grab onto that. It, it stays above water the entire time. You know, here, so, and here we are. We've, we've talked to you with Jens Lee before about like mm -hmm. um, diving protocols here with Tough Mudder, who's worked with um, with work, worked with Tough Mudder and their dive teams multiple times. To hear a small race like this, a, a smaller race, a, a local race, paying this much attention to water safety protocols, that's great, Chad. Yeah, you guys yeah. are like well, light years ahead. Well, I can tell you, we kind of it, it's it's kind of unfair to say that because uh, three of our owners are in uh, emergency response law enforcement, so we're kind of that right. we think that way through the whole course when we build it. It's all about safety. Um, so we're we're used to setting up festivals and things uh, for the cities, being in law enforcement. And, oh, that's and great! Kinda, yeah. So, so to not have that for us would be strange. Awesome. All right, know, so it, one more course question. Yes. What can people who've done Highlander before, is there anything new or this year. different this year that is you know something to look forward to? All right, let me run it down. I'm going to add some stuff in there from last year because I feel like you guys need to hear about this stuff too. All right, throw okay. it down, throw it down. Okay, so the, the ramp change is new, the Loch Ness um, monster thing, that's new. Um, okay. We have... We have two new rigs, a shorter one called the Queen's Crown, which no one's seen. I love be, short rigs. That's short be rigs. Kind of like a, <laughs> that'll be kind of like a, a reverse, the kind of stairway to heaven kind of thing on one side and then a rope climb down on the other. We have a little twist on a, a regular monkey bar rig. Um, I'm not going to get too, too detailed on that. You'll see on race day. Okay. Um, but I got to mention, we have archery, man. We got archery in our race. What do you mean archery? You have to shoot a bow. It's like spear throw only with a bow. Yes, exactly. And yes, I'm down. Because yeah, I'm like you a shoot spear, bows. so I've got to be better with a bow because yeah. I can't hit a damn spear. You get one shot at it. If you miss, that's the one where you can uh, do the penalty and continue with your band if you're in the elite. So the penalty on that is a 50-foot uh, bear crawl. So you have to re retrieve okay. your missed shot. Go do your bear crawl, then you can continue. Okay, oh my so gosh, that that's so fun. You can keep your band. Is that the only one that you're allowed to that, fail and yes. keep your band? That is the only one. Now, um, Chad, you you know I was raised by archers. Well, then you should have no problem. I, uh -oh. I should be jets. Can I bring my own bow? <laughs> well, <laughs> being being safety oriented, our um, our we'll, we'll, we'll count tips, that one out. Uh, We're going to say no tips to that. Our arrow tips are not uh, deadly, let's just say. You can bring your bow and shoot them, but don't bring any arrows with you. Fair enough, fair enough. I'll leave my broad tips at <laughs> awesome. home. I'll leave my broad tips at home. No, I've, I'm actually, like, I, I love archery, and I was raised on a recurve, and then um, I've learned compound since then. But it's, uh, and I've got a friend that was a borderline Olympian archer, <laughs> but it was a, uh, I, I love archery, and the fact that you bring that into the sport—it's just so, it's so well, it, it's so different. And like you, we hear about guys like Killian, who has a history in biathlon, um, where where biathlon is cross country skiing and um, and shooting and, and marksmanship. Marco right. Medard um, was in the Olympics for exactly, for exactly, Marco. And it's 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 one of those things like, all right, let's see some different obstacles here. Let's see something a little bit yeah. strange. 
and let's, right. let's and, throw down. And, and that's what I love about our course. It's set on 400 acres. The guy, it's, oh, it's part of a rally, a Jeep rally park. So you're going to have the rolling hills. There's a motocross okay. in there. We have creeks to traverse. We have uh, hills. We have um, swamps. The swamps are just brutal. Oh, I can't wait. Um, and, and then you you throw in the combination with the obstacles. It's it's just amazing. Uh, wait, I, I cannot wait. This is going to be just – this is the right turn back I need for the OCR community right now. Yep. Um, no, just a good day with the community and having fun. Well, then speaking of the community having fun, so we yes, the race. The fun. Now, there's obviously racing going on all day long. I'm right. assuming the King Arthur's Challenge is going to take some time, and there's waves mm-hmm. going off throughout the day. So right. for people who want to hang out, what are we? Well, what's the festival looking like? All right. So, well, I, I also have to mention we have a kids race this year, too. So we'll have. Uh, what? Okay, we got kids going off. Two How heats of kids race races. Um, it, the course is uh, just a little bit short of a half a mile, but the nine and, over, nine and over will do two laps. Okay. So all the kids younger. But what we like to do is we, we don't – we're all about sharing, you know. We, we love the sport yeah. so much. We love hanging out with people. We don't charge the spectators. Um, we want the kids to enjoy it. So we let the parents bring the kids out in the morning. The obstacles are open as long as the, the parents are with the kids. They can go hang out on the obstacles, check them out. And if they feel comfortable and want to race, then they can sign up and race that day. That's um, great. But, that's yeah. awesome. So that's, that's what we really, you know, that's our thing is we, we want people to enjoy the event and come back the next year. It's all about that community and building that up, really. Um, right. That, that's just great, Chad. So let's, let's start off with the start line. Okay. I don't know if you've seen any videos of our start line, but <laughs> I, our corral, I'm pumped you, for the wall. <laughs> yes, our corral, you have a big wall to start uh, to get into, and that's in a fencing area with an old, like, village gate that opens up. So That's so uh, epic. After nice. you guys do a speech at the start line and get everybody pumped up, we're well, going to open these giant gates. It's it's some cool stuff. So, so yeah, so for those will... of you who don't know or haven't heard us talking, Jacob and I will be emceeing this event. Um, super excited about this. So, um, you know, if that's not enough reason right there to come hang out with us, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I know this, Chad, this is the first. and So I'm going to go deep here for a second. Uh-oh. This is the first race that I'm re- I'm going to be at since Tough Mudder Midwest in Minneapolis. Um, or Tough Mudder North in, in Minneapolis. And I can't think of a better way to come back to the community. Um, I can't think of a better way to come back home than with friends there lining, lining a line after line of people up to, to go and find something a little more in themselves. Because there's something about the community. They're all there here in a local race like this, they're all there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all got something deeper inside. I, I watched a girl, um, she was posting about earlier this week about how she got a new Nathan vest. And she was yes. prepped for she was prepped for that that yes. Highlander assault three that's, lap that's, challenge. That's Miss Kate West. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like she, this event means the world to her. 
her. These things mean the world to these people. And my yep. God, I, I get to start them off. <laughs> how freaking awesome. <laughs> it is really cool. And speaking of starting off, we have um, a bagpiper that'll be on site oh, playing some yeah. music yeah. in the morning. Got to have bagpipes at Thailander Assault. Hell Obviously. Yeah. We have uh, professional trumpeteer Guy Camera will be out doing the national anthem for us. Um, so we'll start off that way. Now, Jacob, I have a battle horn here <laughs> that is very unique. Bad and I would, enough, I, you're going to give him a microphone. Listen, you're going to give I him would a love to teach. I would love to teach you how to play this before so you can call the waves to the start line with the battle horn. You oh, know, I, I've I've played brass <laughs> instruments and I've played saxophone, so I'll figure oh, it out. <laughs> perfect. If, if you can play like a trumpet mouthpiece, you'll be able to play this no problem. I've got a good armature. We'll be just fine. Lord have mercy. If, if the microphone wasn't bad enough, now you're giving him a horn. <laughs> oh, I'm totally oh, giving you that. God. We're going to call people to the start line with the Jacob battle horn. Fantastic. Here's the thing. Awesome. Here's the thing. Yes. We're just excited <laughs> about doing this. This is going to be absolutely mm -hmm. over the top, and we're going to have a blast. And that's all that is to it. Yep. We're so after Jacob sets time. everybody off and everyone comes back in for the race, then I'm stoked to kick in at that point. And what kind of fun stuff do we have going on? Okay, so I've decided to put the stage. We're putting a, building a stage right next to the start line so you guys can ah, use yes. the transition back and forth. Awesome. Um, so in between heats, we can jump up on stage and do all kinds of cool contests, mess with the crowd, play with the crowd. Hell yeah. Uh, talk to sponsors, have just a great time with everybody. Um, we got some contests planned. I was hoping you guys might come up with a few just for fun, but, we have Chris Lake brewing. We're going to try to do a beer stein holding contest with them. Um, Hell yeah. Awesome. Yes. So we also have, uh, our, our charity We're we're donating a portion of the proceeds to, which is uh, TLS Veterans is Transitional Living Services. Okay. It's a uh, it's a non for profit up here in McHenry County, Illinois. That uh, they have a housing unit in the northern part of the county, just south of uh, Wisconsin. What they do is uh, anybody that that has a contact with a veteran that's just a little down on his luck, or yeah, or they come in themselves. They find housing for them, uh, job training. They get them physical care, get them back on their feet. Uh, it's a great su success story. A lot of these guys um, are getting the care they need. So we want to give back, especially um, two, of, two of our owners are veterans themselves. Derek Davis, who is our obstacle director, and Lloyd Howen, who is our safety director. It's yep. near and dear to their heart because they, they've worked alongside these guys and they, they know kind of some of the struggles these guys have. So um, you know, we were you guys are out Matty there. We Greg last weekend about that kind of stuff. And yeah. it – it's it's great any time that you guys can find a community that you can give back on, and that's you know that's near and dear to our heart here. Mm -hmm. And that brings me that brings me to to some of the fun stuff. Um, <laughs> the beer sales are going to go to TLS Veterans. Uh, we're also going to bring out the uh, you guys know the old carnival game with the hammer and the bell where you got to hit. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we're bringing that out. What I'd like people to do is go over and visit the TLS Veteran table with this uh, hammer bell. What we're going to do for you is. For a $5 donation, we're going to give you a couple chances to hit that bell. If you hit the bell, you automatically get put into a raffle. Um, the raffle will include things like a season pass for all the Highlander races of 2020. Um, you get free merchandise, things like that. Um, we're also That's going to use great. that bell at the end. I'm going to have Jacob uh, and uh, Yulia do kind of a, a contest at the end with this bell. We'll, we'll pick like three or four people out of the crowd. 
mm-hmm. whoever can hit it the most times in a, in a minute, we'll give them some free races too. So oh, we, awesome. we like free races. Yeah, so we That's, thought it'd be very cool. We are so pumped to do stuff like that. And it's, mm-hmm. it's once again, it's like it's giving back to that community and building something that that's just fun. It's yeah. just fun. Yep. It is fun. What else, you have more fun stuff there. What else you got? I fun do. Stuff? You have more fun stuff. What's behind curtain number three? Well, let's see. We got Spartan axe throwing. Oh, I'm so, so pumped so, for axe yeah. throwing. <laughs> so needless so, to say, we'll have our, um, our EMS crew stationed next to the axe throwing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Spartan axe throwing, guys. Um, it's a good time if you've awesome ever done it, guys. I love it. Yes. So I've got to throw this out here. So I was I was sitting there with my father last night over uh-huh. over the grill. We were grilling out some brats, and he was like talking about, "Oh my God, axe throwing! It's become such this big thing now." I was like, <laughs> right. "Yeah, man, it's a lot of fun." He's like, "Well, I did that as a kid." I was like, "Dad, if I told you you could put on a kilt and come to a race and drink beer and hang out and do axe throwing, would you do it?" And he just he he blushed. He's like. Oh, man, I'd be game on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Now, it's funny you say that. My father-in-law, who's uh, in his lower 60s, he ran our race last year. So That's great. Anybody can do this. As long as you're in good shape and you want to have a, a good time, you know, anyone can come out here and run this race. Awesome. Well, absolutely. Um, so besides the axe throwing, uh, we also have the National Guard from Illinois are going to bring out their giant, it's like 24 feet tall rock climbing wall. Oh, so that'll exciting. be out here as well. Um, so, rock climbing, axe throwing, and yep. craft beer. Like, okay, craft so beer, yes. Um, one of my cousins lives actually just just down the road from you guys in um, uh-huh. Hebron. Um, okay, yep. Um, not I just drove through there today. <laughs> <laughs> really close to you guys, and we uh-huh. went to Crystal Lake. Um, Crystal Lake was one of the first brewing companies that sponsored um, a Bumpable. Yes, and, it was. That's that's where I have the connection with those guys. Man. So. Great yep. beer, great uh-huh. beer, great people, and just a really great culture there. Right. Yeah, no, the, Jesse and the crew over at Chris Lake Brewing, uh, they've done a lot to help us out um, throughout the years and to help us get connected with TLS and, and things. Um, what's really cool this year is they're, they're going to bring in a gluten-reduced beer for the race. So we'll see how really? that's Really? Okay. Yes. Well, there you go. So we, We'll have your Oktoberfest for those hardcore guys and girls. Um, well, I like my Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, we'll have an intermediate beer, and then we'll have the gluten-reduced beer for the health-conscious. So okay. see, okay. we'll see how that sells. <laughs> well, um, you we know, also have uh, – th- go ahead. Oh, no, no. It, it's just good to see you doing stuff like that with a local brewery. It's, right. It's, and that's, that's the things that local races can do that these mm-hmm. big corporate races can't do. It's like partnering with a smaller brewery. With right. with some flavor and, right, and right. some panache and, that and something that's a little bit different. Well, and speaking of that, we also have uh, this year Barbecue King, uh, which is a smokehouse that's uh, local here. <laughs> they have two restaurants in town. Um, they're going to do some breakfast stuff, some lunch stuff. They'll have coffee out there. Awesome. Uh, they actually uh, have won a lot of prizes. They won Chicago's Rib Fest last year. So oh, it's great. some good stuff. So we're, we're not messing it's around with these vendors. No, we're excited. There's a lot of good vendors. Like, I'm even blown away. Like, so the the starting corral is even sponsored now by a tattoo company. Yeah, that's Lake in the Hills Tattoo. Um, They're Ah. very big on charities as well. Um, uh, They support TLS veterans, local law enforcement. Um, They're they're a great group of guys and girls over there. Um, Ah, So we're glad to have them. 
That uh, just, we also it, have the, makes the training so shop. You guys know the training shop, right? Yes, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm very close with Dennis with the training shop. Yeah. So Dennis has told me he's going to bring a rig out to just have in the village area. Yes, he is going to bring a rig. And those of you guys who are not familiar with Training Shop, I'm going to plug him right now because the products that he's putting out are amazing. Any kind of rig attachment you'd be looking for, like ropes or hanging balls or bells, um, yeah, bells, twirly birds he makes. Mm -hmm. Um, He makes the floating monkey bar cradles that we've seen now recently. Um, any of that stuff is available at the training shop. And I just talked with him today and he is offering our listeners a discount, um, to prepare for Highlander. He'll, he'll be there at Highlander selling some stuff there as well. But if you don't want to wait till Highlander and you want to pre-order some stuff, you can head over to the training shop's website and use code BROCR to save 10%. So check it um, out guys. They've got all that that being said i have to give equal time to to some of my good friends that uh Mm -hmm. are with uh uh race ready we got those guys Mm -hmm. yeah 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 they're putting up a rig right yep and they are putting up not only a rig it's going to be a kid's twister oh that means yes this guy from spartan race Twister. yes Aaron is, he is We're a kidding. genius with this stuff. Oh, sorry. My dog's freaking out here. <laughs> oh, somebody's letting off fireworks because it's Labor Day. Oh, great. Um, so, yeah, Race Ready Obstacles. Aaron, he's a great guy. Um, he does a lot of rigging. So he does the heavy-duty stuff. Um, okay. Whereas, at, you know, with Dennis, Dennis does a lot of the grips and things. Aaron does a lot of the, like, the base stuff, the construction. Um Awesome. And he's local up here in Northern Illinois. Uh, okay. But if you need a twister, he's your guy for sure. All right. um, but those those are two great companies. So we'll have the twister out with Race Ready, and then Training Shop's going to bring out a rig inside the village. We also have Northern Illinois University is building something to bring out into the race area. They're going to volunteer on race day, um, and they are going to bring their own kind of rigging. Um, apparatus. I don't know what it is yet, so it should be interesting to see what they're. You know, that's out. so exciting to see, and and I've talked about this before, but it seems like it's it's like since the Battle Frog days that we've seen companies bringing college kids in here and trying mm-hmm. to do some stuff, and to see you guys incorporating with the college, it's right. it's forward thinking because who knows what this sport's going to look like in another five years. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It it definitely sounds like there's a full community backing and support. Absolutely. And, you know, we are just so excited to be part of it. Um, you know, so for those of you guys who have not signed up yet, give us the details, Chad. Where do they go? What kind of you know sign up? Right, what so, looking like anything in jeopardy of filling up yet? Yes. Uh, so most of our morning heats are getting pretty filled. We do have some elite spots open. Uh, we have about 15 spots left. In the elite, especially you ladies, if you want to run in the elite, you got a good chance. Um, we have a couple later morning heats that are still pretty wide open, like uh, 1140, 1120. Um, our noon is filled up. Um, but that 1 o'clock, the 120 heats, those are wide open. So if you want to save a couple bucks, run in the afternoon. Or if you're running in the morning and you're like, what the heck, I'll run it again. We got those spots open at a reduced rate. Um, our hero heat, we have a hero heat just for our law enforcement uh, military first responders, just like Abominable, just like Frontline. We like to support those guys. That's at a discounted rate. Plus, you can use any discount codes on it that you wish. Uh, we have plenty of spots left in that heat. I believe that's our 940 heat. 
Um, you're going to go to, uh, you can go on Facebook and link to our website, or you can just go straight to highlanderassault.com. You can click on register. It'll bring you right to our registration page right now. Um, it's tomorrow, so I can't give you the code that expires on Labor Day because <laughs> that's going to be over. But we'll still have a 20% off, and that's join the battle. One word, join the battle, all connected. Use that. You'll save 20% on any of the race entries. Um, also, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to wait a couple more days, but I got some exciting news about 2020 if you guys got a quick second. Do yeah. you want to talk about it? Because, I mean, just you, you a, yeah, highlighted sure. this on me before, but I yes. have not talked I, about I, it. I just have a big mouth, and I, I feel I need to share. Uh, right. You're so not y'all drinking, have heard you, it right first now? here. No, I was going to save that for afterwards. All, all right, right, guys. All right, all right, Some of my close racers here already know about it because I had to run it by them because I like to get a little focus group, but... Uh, what yep. we are going to do, 2020, we talked about having two races. So we are having two races. Uh, our next race after this one will be May 30th. It's the week after Memorial Day. That will be the Highlander Assault, the Dark Ages. Oh, my if God, yes. Think about that. It, it's going to be a 5K event with some of the, the standard Highlander obstacles with a few extras. But it's going to be completely in the dark. Yes. Um, awesome. have... <laughs> Torch line trails, bonfires. Uh, we'll have the motocross track with some obstacles and some spotlighting on there. Oh, um, I can't make wait. This, one, this one's going to be more of a party atmosphere. So we'll run the race. We'll have uh, unlimited laps if you wish. Um, and then we'll also have an elite heat as well. So we're excited about that. A little twist on the Highlander. We'll continue to have our main event, but we wanted to add a spring event where we're doing something different. So All right. Well, guys, I'm, I'm going to throw this out here. So Memorial Day weekend in Vincennes, Indiana, which is where my home is, um, they have a big rendezvous, which is a battle of 1812 in, in Fort Sackville. But I have a feeling I know where I'm going to be at. In <laughs> this, now, this one, this one is the week after. So you can hit both. Okay, you can do both. I can double yes. dip that chip. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Week, we waited till the week after because we know people like to enjoy their holidays. So all it'll right, be a week after. Right. It'll be May 30th this year. Uh, coming up, and it's going to be a blast. Right. Awesome. So the Y'all heard it here up, first. Yep, the reason news. I bring that up is on race day, I'm working with the registration company. We may be able to do a special deal if you sign up for the uh, night event and the Highlander Assault for next year. We're probably going to do a really deep discount if you sign up for both. So keep that in mind on race day to come by and check out our registration area. We'll probably be Got able it. to hook you up with some good deals for next year. Awesome. Guys, we've talked a thousand times about like the community, and this is this is exactly where it's at. If you're in the Chicago area or in in the Midwest, come check out guys like Highlander Assault. Yeah. Come check out guys like Indian Mud Run. Come check out guys like Frontline. Come check out guys like um, Abominable Snow Race. This is the community, and it's there's heart in these races. And it's mm-hmm. I, I I'll, I'll be honest with you, Chad. I want to see. I'm gonna right now challenge the guys at Abominable Snow Race to put on a multi lap there. <laughs> like if if you can throw down three laps at Abominable, man, somebody give them like a chalice or some shit. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? You know, I know, I know the guys up at Abominable. They do allow the the uh, the multi lap, but I don't think they get anything extra. I think it's uh, extra medals. But I mean, yeah, you get extra medals. It... But I mean, I want to see somebody throw down three laps at Abominable at at, at <laughs> Devil's Head. 
and and get a fucking chalice or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I think or or like a, a yeti or something. You could right? take yeah, yeah something I like got that. All right, but guys, we I are think coming you... up on time. All right, all right, Leah. <laughs> anyway, Chad, um, once again, check out HighlanderAssault.com. We're going to be there in three weeks. I can't freaking wait. September Leah, 21st. It is three days before my birthday. Just putting that out there. I am so... I am feeling better as a human, and I just can't wait to be out there. <laughs> yeah. hey, so um, come Le- celebrate. Leah, before we go, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Okay, Chuck, we'll remember you that. would, awesome. Chad, thank yeah. you so much for being on the Supercast. Yep. Oh, it's my pleasure, guys. Any shout-outs or anyone you want to recognize before we hang up? Uh, j- just again, my crew, uh, Mike Boyce, race director, uh, Derek Davis, obstacle director, and uh, my friend Lloyd Howen, who is our safety director. The guys behind the scenes, they don't get as much press as I do, and I, I got to make sure that they get a uh, uh, round of applause if, if I must. Absolutely. To that fam, you know, here's the thing. The guys that volunteer and the guys that are the race directors and stuff, our hats are off to you. You know, yeah. we, we wouldn't be we're on the shoulders of you guys. And thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's all we've got this week. Leah, anything yep. additional? Um, no, I think. Oh, yes. Let me just recognize today's a special day for me. I, according to Facebook memories, it is my seven year OCR anniversary. I did my first OCR um, seven Good years ago, a little wow. local one called the Epic Mud Run, which no longer exists, but it was wonderful. And I had that reminder today. Good for you, Leah. Um, for you. No, no, I'm good, girl. Alrighty. I'm good. I'm just excited right. to be here in three weeks back with the community after a surgery. So awesome. until next week. We will talk with you all then. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. We'll see you guys on the course. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.